Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Why? Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. It's the one-two pitch. Hit in the air to deep right field. That ball's going to travel a long way. Out of here. Over the seats in right field. Brady Slavens hits his 40th career home run. And it's the first hit of the first inning. Pitch. Holt a swing and a bouncer deep shortstop. Fastine gets over there. Tough throw to first base. Not scooped by Roland. Two-run score on the play. Slavens heads to third. And the Hogs are up 7 and nothing. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We're going to go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from Twin Peaks here in Little Rock. Got Todd Pierce back in the Hogs Meat Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been an easy Friday show as we've been chilling here at Twin Peaks. Happy hour has been underway for the past hour, and it's going to keep going until 7 o'clock tonight. And then they do happy hour again from 10 p.m. to close. So, uh, come on out here and see us within the next hour as the uh, show goes off the air at 4. But with all the great sporting events that are happening this weekend, this is the place to be here in Little Rock, and that is Twin Peaks. So we appreciate them having us out here and appreciate getting to watch all the sporting events that are going on right now. And also we'll be uh, watching tonight. As we know, there's a few things going on. And one thing I know Razorback fans are definitely going to be interested in is Game 2 of Arkansas and Vanderbilt there in Nashville. Arkansas was able to take care of business in game one in Nashville and one more they take the series and get that much closer to winning the West and possibly winning the SEC outright a lot of things got to go into place but let's talk a little bit about the Vanderbilt side of things as we go to the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline and welcome in Robbie Weinstein who does a great job of covering all things for Vanderbilt for 24-7 sports right there in Nashville and really appreciate you joining us Robbie how you doing this afternoon man yeah, I'm doing well, uh, and uh, you know, I think this has been a, a fun last weekend in SEC in general. There's still a lot to play for uh, in the conference standings, and certainly uh, Arkansas is getting pretty close to uh, wrapping this thing up. Yeah, I know that uh, when they were going into this final weekend, and even over the past few weeks, people kept circling that one as kind of like, oh, that, that, that may be a lost series, which could still happen. But uh, we know that uh, Vanderbilt has been uh, you know, struggling a little bit here as of late. They've had some injuries, especially near the pitching staff. But just what do you think and what have you made from Vanderbilt's season in general so far leading up to this point and also uh, the position that they're in heading into postseason play? How are things looking, especially with some of the injuries that they've had to sustain? Well, they were, they were rolling for a while there. I mean, uh, you know, coming into the season, the talk was really about the pitching. But uh, maybe midway through SEC play, they were first in the league in run scored and batting average there for a while. Uh, and they, they've really flipped in both of those categories here uh, down the stretch. I think they're down to like a high fourth in run scored and, and just not hitting the ball well recently. Uh, you know, something that obviously Arkansas has been able to take advantage of, uh, as well as a couple other teams, that uh, their number one and number two starters, uh, Carter Holton and... Hunter Owen uh, have both missed some time with kind of like arm soreness, arm heat type of deal. Uh, Holton is not going to pitch this weekend, and Hunter Owen, I kind of doubt will also. He normally uh, would be uh, the guy who would go tonight, but it's going to be Devin Futrell instead for them. Uh, so there's no doubt they're really limping into the postseason. I mean, I think if they get healthy on the mound, then they, they will still have a chance to get to Omaha. But, I mean, they looked like, you know, maybe on the short list, the three or four teams with the best chance to win the College World Series maybe like a month ago, and that is pretty hard to see at this point. You mentioned that uh, they've, uh, they're have they kind of limping right now. They've lost four in a row, but 
Uh, prior to this, and, and that is five of the last six, but prior to that, they won five of the last six. So what, what's been going on here recently to go from winning five of six and now losing five of six? Well, yeah, definitely the pitching injuries. I mean, there's not a lot of teams that can overcome losing their, their Friday and Saturday night starters, uh, I would say. And in, in Vanderbilt, they have um, pretty decent depth in the bullpen. But the thing is, uh, they just don't have a lot of, like, you know, really legitimate starting pitchers. And so that has really hurt them. But, you know, the, the offense has disappeared. I mean, most of their key hitters uh, have been in a slump at the plate recently. They tried to, you know, move their lineup around a little bit, rejigger things, and, and you know, with some guys it has worked. Like Davis Diaz is hitting the ball a little bit better, uh, but uh, overall, I mean, uh, they've really taken a huge step back at the plate recently. I, I don't know what's behind that. You know, they've been on the road that the two weekends before this, so that that's hard to. You know, it's hard to win on the road in the SEC, and that probably plays a role. But you know, you expect Enrique Bradfield to be hitting better than like 295, for instance. He's having, I would argue, a little bit of a down season at the plate. Uh, so I don't know what needs to change for them. You know, for them to get back to, to scoring a lot of runs, but it's been a while since uh, they've looked particularly good in that area. So, Robbie, uh, just kind of looking at, at the forecast here and, and knowing uh, kind of what they've been going through, I saw last night on the SEC Network they had their analyst talking about the, the four teams that he feels best about in the SEC winning it all. And uh, the number one team he had was Tennessee. He had LSU in there in the mix. And he also had Vanderbilt into the mix, even above Arkansas. I didn't even mention Arkansas in his top four. Razorback fans were uh, pretty upset by that. But uh, when you saw that or when you hear that, do you believe that they are in that position? Like, can they, can they win the championship still? Are they that caliber of a team? And we know it's a crapshoot anytime you get in the postseason, but uh, there's certainly a lot of people that feel like Vanderbilt can still make a run in the late postseason. I mean, I kind of doubt it. Uh, like, Carter Holton, I, I don't know if he's going to come back. I mean, this is the second time that he has had an arm issue this season, and he's, you know, potential first-round pick in the, in the 2025, or I'm sorry, the 2024 MLB draft of next year. I mean, I think it would be a little irresponsible for them to bring him back if he's not feeling feeling right in terms of his arm. So I don't know that they'll do that. If they don't have him, you know, I'd say even with him, it, it's really hard to ignore what Arkansas has done recently. I do the you know some national stuff for 24-7 sports, and that includes SEC baseball and national baseball content. Uh, I've moved Arkansas up to number one in my power rankings in the SEC this week. And, and I've, you know, I think it's hard to argue you know, anyone other than Wake Forest having a better chance than them to win the College World Series at this point. Things can change, but, yeah, I mean, I, I think um, Vanderbilt has a lot of things to sort out right now, and uh, there's it's definitely no lock that they get these pitchers back. It, until you see these guys take the mound and look good again, then uh, I don't think they can be considered a, a national championship contender, really. The big debate always uh, going into SEC tournament play is – you know, how you go about doing that because you want to be set up after the SEC tournament. So what do you think Vandy's approach is going to be for SEC tournament play? Yeah, I mean, typically, like, Tim Corbin usually at this time of year plays things really conservatively, and I think that's smart. Like, they're playing the long game. You know, the postseason really is all that matters to them. Uh, but at the same time, they seem to be kind of borderline in terms of potentially getting a national seed and, and of course, you know, what comes with that is automatically hosting a super regional if you get that far. And so I, I think it's important for them to, to play decently well and get things turned around a little bit here over the last few games. So I, you know, I think they'll probably uh, be a little bit more aggressive in the SEC tournament than uh, they are some years. Uh, but, you know, some of that could also depend on what happens in the next two games this weekend against Arkansas. If Vandy turns things around and, and wins these next two games, and they're pitching it set up to where that could be possible at least, then then maybe they don't need to make as much of a run in the SEC tournament in Hoover to uh, get a national seed. But you know, if they were like to get swept at home, then you know they need to go on a huge run. Speaking with Robbie Weinstein of Twenty Four Seven Sports, covering all things Vanderbilt here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. Uh, so, Robbie, you know, Vanderbilt's a team that's won the College World Series before under Tim Corbin. They've had a lot of success, and uh, that, that's not something that they're new to. But uh, when you think back to that team and, and just the championship teams, 
what, what do you believe is the main difference between them and other teams that don't win? Because we hear, oh, bullpen means everything at the end, or it's just about playing your best at the right time. You know, Ole Miss winning it last year was really weird, but uh, you, you've covered a team that's won. But uh, you, you've covered a team that's won it before. What are the attributes of those teams, and what is the most important thing to, or at least the key to winning a college World Series title? I think they were pretty well-rounded teams. I mean, that those were teams that had guys who were first-round picks, you know, both in their lineup and on the pitching staff as well. I think in 2014, you know, you had Carson Fulmer, who was kind of in, you know, sometimes he was starting, sometimes he was in the relief role, but you had Danby Swanson and a number of other guys, Walker Bueller also. Uh, 2019, I mean, that entire lineup basically was stacked. Austin Martin would be one of the big names, but then also... uh you know, I mean, Kumar Rocker threw the, the uh, uh, no-hitter that year. Uh, or I, can't, I think it was that year in Super Regionals. So, I mean, to me, it, it's about being well-rounded and not having a lot of obvious weaknesses. You know, that's one thing that I've been impressed with Arkansas, like this weekend and at least going to that game last night, is uh, even though you look maybe down toward the bottom of that lineup and uh, some of the numbers don't look great, you know, I mean, they got some production from the bottom of that lineup last night. And then also you bring in McIntyre out of the bullpen who didn't have good numbers coming in. He had no issue really uh, mowing down Mandy. So to me, it's like minimizing the amount of weaknesses that you have. Uh, a lot of these teams, you know, especially in the SEC, like they've all got a lot of talent. It's just, you know, making sure that you're getting something out of the bottom of the lineup and that you have enough depth on the pitching staff to where, uh, you know, if you're starting to run short on players, you're not just going to get shelled. Any comparisons you can make with this year's Vandy team and some of those championship-winning teams? Uh, probably not. I mean, I think I think the issue is, it, 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 to me, it actually is reminiscent of the 2021 team that uh, came up short against Mississippi State in the College World Series Finals because that team really stopped hitting at the end of the season, and, and they also had some issues with Rocker and Leiter where uh, – those guys weren't throwing as well at the end because they got fatigued throughout the year. Uh, and, uh, you know, Vanderbilt starting pitchers this season, you know, don't have the same pedigree as Rocker and Leiter, although Hunter Owens a projected second-round pick in the draft this season. But um, I, I think there's a lot of similarities in that they, they, they seem to have gotten worn down a little bit as the season has gone along. And, you know, I mean, I guess there's still a chance that they end up making it uh, pretty far in the postseason this year. But I think that is where my mind goes to in terms of the comparison because both those teams had hit pretty well at various points in the year but tailed off as the season went on. Robbie, one of the things that I always laughed about when, uh, when especially when Vanderbilt was having so many great players come through there and the dominance as they talked about over oh, the scholarships and you know how it's a little bit different over there at Vanderbilt than what it is at other schools when it comes to how many players they can have on scholarships, all those things. But one of the things that's also changed college sports, and I know you know a lot about it too, is NIL. And uh, we've seen teams in baseball even, it's mainly been football, basketball, but even baseball, they've been able to have huge gets when it comes to transfer portal, when it comes to recruiting. With Vanderbilt, has NIL impacted their recruiting or how they approach it? Have they had any changes? Do they have a great NIL program? Just what do you know about NIL and how it impacts Vanderbilt, but particularly the baseball program? Sure. I mean, especially, you know, working in recruiting like I do, NIL is, is such a huge topic of conversation all the time. Vanderbilt is far and away the weakest uh, on NIL and SEC, and it's not close to being close. Uh, so, for instance, they had Paul Skeens in on a visit, uh, you know, in the off season, And, you know, I mean, he went to LSU, and everybody was kind of saying that it was uh, due to, you know, at least in part, financial considerations. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't think that in terms so I mean, NIL affects Vanderbilt, not really positively. Uh, in some other sports, you know, football and basketball, they've been able to use it a little bit to retain guys, keep them from transferring. But uh, they really don't have a lot of money. I mean, I think uh, sometimes it, it gets confused with, you know, yeah, Vanderbilt has a huge endowment and it's a quote-unquote wealthy school, but that doesn't have anything to do with uh, NIL because you need the donors who are most interested in sports to step up and contribute and, and you know i mean vanderbilt uh, does not have a big fan base so uh it's been a huge weakness for them uh, i think in baseball what offsets that is that they have a long history of uh getting guys drafted really high uh, and improving their stock from when they come in as a high schooler to you know after their third season at vanderbilt or second season for certain guys who are old enough to leave after two years 
Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, I think the um, the need-based scholarship stuff uh, uh, probably, yeah, I mean, it definitely helps as well, but they don't have a lot of NIL money, especially in baseball. Speaking of guys getting drafted high, what do you think of Kumar Rocker and the journey that he's been on? Most recently learned that he's going to have to have Tommy John surgery, but, you know, an uh, odd situation where he was drafted by the Mets, never signed with them. He was able to bounce back with the Rangers. He's in their organization. But once again, taking a step back, having to have Tommy John surgery and, uh, you know, could derail his career a little bit for maybe the next couple of years. Yeah, I'm actually a Mets fan, so that was an interesting saga uh, when that happened a couple of years ago. Uh, you know, he, he did have a history of arm issues at Vanderbilt, but it, it wasn't the stuff that dinged him in terms of, you know, the reports when the Mets drafted him. I think there was a report that it had something to do with his shoulder. And, and then even now with Tommy John, like, usually he would miss a start uh, and get scratched about once a year with, like, some sort of, usually it was, like, forearm tightness or, or tenderness. He never had any, like, um, you know, big-time injury issues. It was just more, like, kind of arm fatigue type of stuff that would pop out throughout the course of the year. And that's a little bit surprising because he's got such a big frame that you would think he'd be built to, to last throughout, you know, at least the college baseball season. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, he may be in a little bit of a tough spot. I mean, I guess at this point, TJ is, is you know, surgery you know, that most guys are able to come back from pretty well. But at this point, you would think it's going to be a while before he's able to get to the big leagues. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see uh, what goes on there. I think Jack Leiter has actually been pitching pretty well lately, but he, you know, had a tough first year as a pro as well. So those two guys in general have not uh, panned out in the pros so far, at least uh, like, uh, you know, we all kind of expected when they were both dominating uh, the SEC a couple of years ago. Now, speaking of Tim Corbin, I, I was not—I wouldn't say I was surprised, but you know he's 61 years old, but he's been coaching in Division One baseball for 29 years, and we know what he's accomplished uh, here in Arkansas. Dave Van Horn, who is uh, beloved, everyone feels like, hey, all he's got to do is win the title, and who knows, maybe that'll be all he needs, and he hangs it up and decides to retire there. But for Corbin, uh, does that seem like something that's even on the horizon right now? Is he still? fully involved and looks to be the coach and wants to be the coach for the foreseeable future? Or do you think that there's something that will happen or may happen to where he's finally like, yeah, I've accomplished enough, I'm, I'm going to decide to move on? Yeah, I mean, in some ways that would make a lot of sense, but um, he has joked before he's going to do his job until he dies. <laughs> I mean, was, I don't know you know, if that's really going to be the case, but he, uh, this is kind of his life. I mean, he, uh, he has kind of a cushy job in some ways and that he will never, you know, of course he's never going to get fired. Like, you know, the, the fan base obviously loves him and, and admires him, and he's been able to win like no other coach in a major sport. Uh, has been able to do at Vanderbilt really ever. So, I mean, I think he, he loves doing it, from what I can tell. Uh, he doesn't seem to have lost much energy, if any energy. He, still, you know, after a particularly bad loss, he'll still be <laughs> extremely angry afterward. And it's like you don't even want to ask him a question because he's going to, you know, snap at you or something like that. But, uh, you know, in general, I mean, he's a very nice guy. He, uh, I think, still has a lot of energy and, and love for baseball so i don't see him coming toward the end I, I would think i mean they may get 15 more years out of him honestly like I, who knows how long it's going to go but he's not getting close to retiring whenever you're building a roster and uh for coach corbin um does he like to build a roster more of course you'd lo- love to be balanced if you could but more through pitching or or trying to get that lineup where you have the big bats in the lineup well, traditionally, they've, they've been a little bit better on the pitching front. Uh, Scott Brown, the, the pitching coach who's been there for, like, I don't know, maybe 10 years or so, is generally regarded as the best pitching coach in college baseball and probably could have uh, gone to the major leagues by now if he wanted to. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know that he has, that Corbin has a preference in terms of what he prioritizes, but I do think what's going to be interesting, and, and maybe this affects Arkansas as well, is, and NCAA is starting to clamp down on, like, early recruiting. And in baseball, especially, you know, Vanderbilt, I mean, a lot of their commits, a lot of their incoming classes, these guys commit as, like, freshmen or sophomores in high school. Uh, so I am really interested to see how that affects things. Uh, but I guess we don't really know how it's going to go yet. In general, Vanderbilt probably has had a little bit more pitching talent over the years, I would say, uh, relative to everywhere else. 
Well, Robbie, before we let you get out of here, man, just what do you think about tonight? Do you think Vanderbilt bounces back and forces a rubber match, or uh, do you think that this is just going to be a, a series to where uh, Arkansas takes care of business and Vanderbilt gets ready for the postseason? I feel like it'll be a close game tonight. I mean, Devin Futrell is is the last really good remaining starting pitcher that Vanderbilt has healthy. He only gets up to like 91, 92 on the fastball, but great command, and he's like kind of tricky to deal with. His, his ERA is under three, uh, and that's uh, I think that's only an SEC game. So he uh, he's having a really really good season. He could be all SEC, and uh, you know if Vanderbilt can muster five runs or so, then I think they'll win. The bats have been so cold lately, and you know I would guess that Brady Tyrant probably goes for for Arkansas. So, like, I think it's going to be a low-scoring, close game. Uh, I guess I would lean Vanderbilt, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if if Arkansas wins this one. And certainly, if Vanderbilt does uh, play a little little bit better defense than they did last night with the four errors, you know, I mean, if they do that again, then Arkansas is going to win easily. But it should be a fun one and, and a close game. I think. No doubt about it. It's been a fun one so far this year. And, Robbie, we really appreciate you joining us, talking a little Vandy baseball. Good luck the rest of the season and postseason, man, and uh, hopefully we catch up with you later down the road. Okay, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Again, that was Robbie Weinstein of 24-7 Sports joining us on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. So, yeah, you think about the job that Tim Corbin's done at Vanderbilt, some of the pros that he's put in, and, and the pitchers, I think, is what they're probably more, more known for. Uh, you know, they got high expectations there. There's no doubt about it. But uh, they, they've struggled with some injuries, just like Arkansas has, but should be a great one. And, folks, uh, if you're looking for a place to watch the game tonight, Twin Peaks, where we're at right now, is the place to do it. So stop on by. I guarantee you they'll have it on plenty of TVs because they have plenty of TVs to choose from when it comes to that, when it comes to softball, when it comes to PGA Championship, NBA, uh, NBA uh, Easter Conference Finals. They're going to have it all here at Twin Peaks. So we're live from here till 4 o'clock this afternoon. So come by and see us. We'll take a break and come back with your Razor Hog update presented by True Service here on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. Edwards Food Giant presents Razorback Baseball color analyst and Drop Time Sports co-host Rick Schaefer every Tuesday morning on Morning Mayhem. Rick will share his special take on Razorback sports with the guys each week. Edwards Food Giant, the meat people, the only stop you'll ever have to make for your family's groceries. Sports Center. Arkansas baseball won game one of their three-game series against Vanderbilt last night, 8-2. Will McIntyre pitched the final four innings, striking out six batters and allowing only one hit. Peyton Holt continued his hot play, going three for four with a double and an RBI. Game two will be tonight at 7 o'clock. A win would clinch the SEC West regular season title and at least a share of the overall SEC title. TV coverage will be on SEC Network. Radio coverage can be heard on the buzz starting at 6.30. Arkansas softball will start their regional today as they face Harvard at 5.30. That game will be on ESPN+. And the Arkansas Travelers will play again today versus the Wichita Wind Surge. They dropped yesterday's game, losing 6-2. First pitch for today will be at 7.05. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Hey, crazy month last month. Mitch making us take all that money off them trucks. Oh, Ryan, Mitch said 8000 off. Man, maybe this month would be a lot smoother. Gosh. Hey, guys, I got an idea to make it $10,000 off this month. How? We need extra trade-ins, right? With $2,000 trade-in incentives, you get $10,000 off all-new 23 Ram Bighorn trucks in stock. If you don't believe us, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs during the Memorial Day sales event. Don't miss the Memorial Day sale at Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor for a limited time only. Enjoy up to 50% off store-wide. Plus, with extended hours, it's the perfect time to shop. They're more than a recliner store. Kick off summer with something new in every room of your home. Living rooms, dining rooms, bedrooms, and accessories galore. With special financing offers to make your dream home a reality. Don't miss out. Visit Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor in Shackleford Galleries of Little Rock now and save. 
big. If you want to deal with people who are straightforward when it comes to painting, Serta Pro Painters is the only answer for you. Schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated and backed by local people who will give you the straight story when you're scheduling your appointment. It's that time of year now as well with spring rolling around to update the outside of your home. Serta Pro is the place to go if you want exterior painting done. Improve that curb appeal and if you're thinking about selling, get Serta Pro on the case before and raise that property value. Get Serta Pro on the case at SertaPro.com. Paid actor, not a real customer. Quote based on the healthy, non-smoking, 44-year-old male with a 20-year term policy. Rates may vary. Welcome to Ethos, a new kind of insurance company that believes life insurance should be hassle-free, affordable, and accessible for everyone. For around a dollar a day, I got a 20-year, $250,000 term life insurance policy without a medical exam. All I had to do was answer a few health questions and snap, family protected. It was quick and easy. Ethos is 100% online. I got a quote in seconds, applied in minutes, and got coverage in hours. Just answer a few health questions. No medical exam, no blood tests, no hassle. Look, nobody wants to plan for the unthinkable, but it would be so much worse to not plan at all. So don't put it off. It feels great having the peace of mind knowing that my family is protected. Ethos, the 100% online hassle-free way to get affordable life insurance. Don't wait. Get your free online quote now at ethoslife.com. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com. Congratulations. You're having a little girl. At that moment, everything changed. Our hopes and dreams for ourselves were instantly replaced by our hopes and dreams for her. We got life insurance policies from Shelter Insurance so that regardless of what life throws at us, we'll still be able to provide the world to her. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See shelter agents Chad Kesterson in Arkadelphia, Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff, or Blake Jumper in Benton. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Swing, ground ball, base hit, right center field. Brady Slavens sparks this team to Omaha, and the roadshow continues for the Arkansas Razorbacks. A 4-3 win, come from behind style in the ninth inning. The Razorbacks dogpiling on the field here in Chapel Hill with their 11th trip to the College World Series, and you can call them the Omahogs. On 103.7 The Buzz. Something that's even easier than the shows that we do on Friday is betting with Bet Saracen. Download the app now if you haven't done it. Listen, you're going to be watching all these great games at Twin Peaks tonight, right? Of course you are. So why not make some money on them? You can go and watch the Razorback baseball game against Vanderbilt tonight here at Twin Peaks, and they have some double R specials as part of their prop bets with Bet Saracen. If you're feeling good about Brady Tiger, under one and a half earned runs, as well as over three and a half strikeouts, you can get that for minus ten. But like the long shots a little bit on those double R specials. How about plus 900 for these two? John Bolton, over a half a hit, over a half a run, and over a half an RBI. You know what? I'm feeling that one. John Bolton's coming alive. I don't know how much alive he's actually coming, but he's, he is getting there, and he is doing a lot better. Or maybe Parker Rowland, which we know both of those guys have had their struggles at the plate. He's also over a half hit, over a half run, and over a half RBI for plus 900. So if you're thinking that Bolton or Rowland's going to have a big game tonight, Check out those double R specials. Also with the NBA, we know that the Eastern Conference Finals is going to be going down tonight. 
They got specials on that. They have NHL specials. And even if you're not feeling the Razorbacks but want to go with a different in-state team, how about the Little Rock Trojans against the Moorhead State Eagles? You can bet the money line on that one where UAOR comes in at plus 145 on the money line. Also, UAPB at Southern, they're plus 155. So no matter what it is, no matter what they got going on with Bet Saracen, I mean, they have it all. I was looking at it, too. They got live rugby. Now, you, you can you can do rugby right now. You can do table tennis, cycling. I mean, they, they got it all. So no matter what it is, check it out, the Bet Saracen app, or go to BetSaracen.com and get your bets in. As uh, like I said, if you're going to be watching these games at Twin Peaks tonight, this is the best place to do it, and don't have to worry about doing it anywhere else. Yeah, it's a great place to watch uh, all the sports action here at Twin Peaks. Come by, get your weekend started here. It's happy hour. It's going on until 7 o'clock. Bourbon and brews from 5 to 7. So you have some crossover with happy hour, bourbon and brews. And uh, anything you want to watch, you can watch it here at Twin Peaks. And check out the menu. There are many great things on the menu. You had fish tacos today. And uh, you definitely need to check those out. Yeah, usually I go the uh, the more unhealthy routes, but that's what's great about Twin Peaks is that if you're feeling yourself and want to go for, you know, the double stack nachos, and, you know, get you some really good carbo loads, they got that. But I had the chicken Caesar salad, and it was incredible. So it's like even if they got the healthy options out there for you, if you're feeling that way too. But, yeah, the happy hour deals are great. TVs are great. They got great service here as well. And it's uh, they got an awesome patio out there too. So if uh, you're looking to... Sit outside and uh, be able to enjoy the views out there. They they got it all here at Twin Peaks. So yeah, what was that? Oh, they allow allow dogs. Allow dogs. Come by and say hi to Naya when yeah. you come in the Twin Peaks. Yeah, yeah, they allow dogs. How about that? <laughs> so uh, out on the patio there too. I'm not bringing my dog. He loses mine. So, but uh, they're yeah, they're very dog friendly here at Twin Peaks, and that's awesome that uh, we get to come out here each and every month. So, so you're saying Rowdy is appropriately named? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's more of like a double entendre. You know, the whole thing is like, you know, somebody named Tiny, but he's actually really big. Yeah, it's like Rowdy's the opposite of that. He's uh, more even keel than anything, too. And it is National Hamburger Month here at Twin Peaks, so come by and get the best burgers in the game at Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Uh, before we get to your Razor Hog update, some, uh, uh, some pretty big news, at least significant news in uh, the college sports world. Mike Bond, the athletic director for the University of Southern California, as Keith Jackson used to say, has resigned, effective immediately. Uh, No replacement has been named officially, but uh, Mike Bond did say in a statement, I'll always be proud of leading the program out of the most tumultuous times in the history of the profession and at USC, restored with a reputation and national milestone of accomplishments. As in, he hired Lincoln Riley and he got him to the Big Ten, those two things have uh, tremendously changed everything for USC. But you know, we were talking about during the commercial break, Joe. It's wild just how USC is a big, iconic university right there in Los Angeles and has had a lot of success in, in all the different sports. But athletic directors, uh, they, they don't stick around too long at that university. No, no. They can only stomach it for a few years, and then they move on. And they had a tradition of hiring USC guys, alums of USC. They've kind of gotten away from that, but... Maybe that that factors into it also that they had these guys that uh, you know they were they were tied to the university and so they loved the university they wanted to be there and they only you know wanted to do the job for a short amount of time and pass it on to the next person. Well, let's see. I was trying to think of uh, USC people that they could hire. Um, Will Ferrell, you know, he, he could be next on the list. George Lucas, you yeah. know, he sold his Star Wars stuff, so he's not got much going on. Ron Howard. Uh, a lot of uh, actors in Hollywood. Forrest Whitaker, uh, Tom Selleck, Daryl Hannah. Man, there's been a lot. LeVar Burton. I didn't realize all these. Robert Zemeckis. Well, you know what? They have a great film school. Yeah. So that's why you have a lot of those people tied to it. Mm. Or, uh, of course, uh, O.J. Get him on there. Well, a great running back. That's true. It's true. He is, he is. He's very well known. He's very well known. He always has great takes on Twitter. So, uh, you know, maybe they'll, maybe they'll move towards that direction. He was an analyst at one time also, so that, he knows the game in and out. That's right. That's right. He knows his stuff. And uh, uh, he always provides a lot of good sound legal advice, too, on, on Twitter as well. So, uh, but, but, yeah, between uh, them and uh, the, the Hollywood, uh, Judd Apatow, too. Like I said, that's incredible the amount of people that, as you said, uh, you know, of course, John Wayne. But had a lot of uh, a lot of famous people. Uh, I guess the non-celebrity as far as the movie stars. But even Neil Armstrong, 
don't know him, first man to walk on the moon. USC, they're going with people. They have plenty of options out there, that's for sure. All right, we just got a few minutes before we take our final commercial break, so let's go ahead and jump into your Razor Aug update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. All right, so for your Razor Hog Update, we know Razorback Baseball took care of business in Game 1 against Vanderbilt last night, and Dave Van Horn... I uh, was talking about one of the key players in last night's game, Peyton Holt, stepping in for the injured Peyton Stovall. He did a great job. I mean, offensively, three hits, scored a run, saved a couple runs with his glove, and you know, I don't know, he just had a great game. It's nice having somebody down there in the in the bottom third of the order starting rallies and also driving in runs. It's also nice when the fourth and fifth inning for uh, Dave Van Horn came into play if they start off strong. Got a little slippery there, but uh, Dave Van Horn talked about Hagen Smith in that fourth and fifth inning. It just didn't command the ball quite as well uh, in those two innings. And, you know, it, it led to pitching behind the count. Then you're going to give up some hits. And, uh, you know, that that's kind of what I saw. But I really liked his demeanor on the mound. And I felt like a, he wasn't just trying to strike people out. He was trying to get people out. And that's how you stay in the game long. Also, Jared Wagner was able to make his first game back, got pelted. The very first pitch to the plate uh, seemed to be okay, but uh, Dave Van Horn talked about his return after being gone for over a month with an injury. I thought he played good. You know, it's it's a tough situation when you haven't had, you know, live at-bats in a real game and haven't played in a month plus and facing good pitching, good arms, and uh, threat. I mean, that ball he hit at the third baseman field it was amazing. That ball was hit like 100 and. 17, 18 miles an hour is what I was told, which is incredible that third baseman just threw his glove down there and found it. And uh, if he doesn't field that ball, who knows how many runs we would have scored. Arkansas will face off against Vanderbilt tonight in game two in Nashville. It's at 7 p.m. You'll be able to listen at 6.30 right here on 103.7 The Buzz. It's a pregame show with Phil Elson. We'll start, but, of course, come out here to Twin Peaks. You'll be able to watch the game here as well. No pitching starters have been made official, but certainly looks like that Brady Tigert's going to be the guy for Arkansas as well as David Futrell for Vanderbilt. Also, on the softball side of things, we know that their postseason is officially getting underway, and tonight they will be taking on Harvard from the Ivy League at 6.30 right there at Bogle Park. That game will be on ESPN Plus for those of you who want to watch it. But I know Courtney Dyfel and uh, her squad, they're ready to make their first run at the College World Series there in OKC. And uh, it starts right there in Fayetteville. And how cool would that be? I know it won't be the first time, but uh, knowing what, what Arkansas and what they're, they're at, and there's a possibility, of course, where uh, you know the softball team hosting a regional there and then the baseball team for Arkansas hosting a regional, which I think is a foregone conclusion, but if they went through that, hosting a super regional. So a lot of great uh, things coming here to the state of Arkansas, which is so great because it's a lot better to go and see games up there than going to Stillwater or, or something like that. So, uh, But, yeah, that's uh, going to get going tonight as well. So I uh, look forward to that. And also some uh, Razorback basketball news, more so as a former Razorback, Darian Ford, who entered into the transfer portal just uh, a little while ago. He's officially found a new home. Staying in the state of Arkansas, heading to Jay Boogie, Jonesboro, as he will be playing for the Arkansas State team that is, uh, of course, had a lot of great team, uh, players come through it, and uh, a guy that obviously loves his state, and so if you're a Darian Ford fan, it be an easy drive up there to Jonesboro to be to watch him play this upcoming basketball season. And there you have it. There's your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. We will take our final commercial break. We'll come back with three and out, get to some headlines and storylines and things we didn't get to. Close up shop here live from Twin Peaks and Little Rock and get you ready for Drive Time Sports coming up next.
scalpel. Tweezers. Tweezers. Ham sandwich. Ham what? Sandwich. I was going to eat lunch when I got my oil changed earlier, but take five is so fast I didn't have time. But, sir, you can't eat during surgery. Eh, one bite won't hurt. Mm. Whoops. Uh, Napkin. Napkin! At Take 5, your oil change is faster than you think. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. Make the most of every lawn with Kubota Commercial Landscaping Equipment. From the productivity-boosting Z700 mower to the reliable SVL track loader, it's a lineup built to get the job done right. Because when your reputation is on the line, you need equipment that will never let you down. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. RiverValleyTractor.com. Hey, I saw your car on Marketplace. When can I look at it? How about midnight at the truck stop? Buying a vehicle shouldn't be a risky venture. See Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock and know exactly what you're getting when it comes to quality pre-owned vehicles. At Guadney, make a clean trade with a clean title and clear, simple finance options. Shopping new? Sierra 1500 at just 0.9%. GMC Terrain at just 1.9%. And how about anything on our lot with no payments for 90 days. Try finding that on Marketplace. Know what you're getting at Guadney Buick GMC. Hey, by any chance does the title say rebuilt? Absolutely not. The title says salvage, and that means foreign. Yeah, it's going to be a hard pass. I'm headed to Guatney Buick GMC. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. GuatneyBuickGMC.com. GMC. We are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Store right here in Sherwood. Well today I want to talk to you about why I would like for you to consider Fletcher Dodge when you need a new or a pre-owned vehicle. You know, shopping for an automobile makes most people uncomfortable. It can be a stressful experience, but we want to take away the stress and give you a pleasant buying experience with confidence in what you hear and you see. Folks, our business depends on you returning to us over and over again over the years we've been here in Sherwood for over 25 years and many of you have bought five six or seven vehicles from us most of our sales staff has been here a long time as you know all of our pre-owned vehicles have the prices right on the windshield our best price is there for everyone to see and our new cars have Frank Fletcher's green tag showing all of our specials so folks please come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or you can shop us online at FletcherDeals.com and give us a chance to serve you. The Beach Boys. Live in concert. October 1st, Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Event Center. The Beach Boys return to the stage. Tickets on sale now at Oaklawn.com. Don't miss the Beach Boys live. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models. From transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. 
Check out River City Flooring in Maumelle at their huge new showroom on Maumelle Boulevard just off 430. There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are... Boom. Out of here. All right. It is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that... We gotta dive into, and uh, just to give everybody an update uh, before getting all those headlines, we have a PGA Championship. Connors is leading the way at six under. Uh, Scotty Scheffler, as well as Victor Hovland, at four under. You got Bradley at three under, and Sue at two under. And so, if those of you who listened to the first part of the show and gave you an update, you're like, wait a minute, what 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 happened to Deschambeau? Where was he? He was in the top five. Why isn't he being mentioned? Well, he ain't having the best of days right now. Because uh, at least uh, on the score where it stands, he is sitting at three over today through seven, and he has dropped to six. But a lot of golf to get played. Uh, he's only a by, he's only one under on the entire tournament, so definitely can still be in good shape and come back. But uh, not a great start for old Bryson DeChambeau today. Micah Parsons, he uh, has been making rounds through the NBA playoffs. And he's gotten roasted here lately because game one, Celtics against the Heat, he had his Celtics jersey on. And not only were fans roasting him about wearing the Celtics jersey, but the shirt he had on under the jersey. He had on a long sleeve button-down shirt. Ew. But the reason they were roasting him is because in the last round of the playoffs, he was wearing a Sixers jersey when the Celtics were playing against the Sixers. Oh, God. So he's just making the rounds and just... Representing uh, all around the NBA. He just loves NBA action, and he's showing the different jerseys that he has. Well, why couldn't he wear the T-shirt when the Sixers played like he could have worn with the Celtics? But, yeah, and, and the fact that it's blue and white stripes, yeah, that's it's almost like he forgot one. He's like, oh, yeah, I guess I can just put this on over. He, he may have bought the jersey at the <laughs> arena, and then he said, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and put it on. Yeah, maybe maybe that's what happened. Maybe that's what happened. So, uh, Also, uh, a few things that have happened. When it comes to uh, movies and film and, and all of that, we know there's a few movies that are about to come out and a few movies that have come out. Uh, the movie Air, I keep hearing a lot of good things about the movie Air. I need to see that. Of course, it's about the uh, Michael Jordan connection with Nike and, and everything. I've heard really good things about that. Also, uh, Indiana Jones 5 will be coming out here soon. And according to uh, the, uh, the, the film festival there, uh, they said that they got an ovation for over five minutes and... And it was uh, had Harrison Ford in tears, and never thought it was a good thing. But then a lot of people and critics said it was very lukewarm. So take that for whatever it is. Uh, but so again, it's got some uh, movies that are coming out there, which also uh, another movie that I'm about sick and tired of. I'm glad they're about to be done, but I know people enjoy them. Apparently, uh, Fast X, which is the Fast and Furious, the tenth movie in the. I don't even know what to call it. I guess the franchise at this point in time. But uh, critics have not been very kind to it so far. But then again, it's, you know, it's the Fast and Furious movie. If you go in with low expectations of just a lot of fast things and explosions and all that, you'll probably enjoy it a lot. So the Florida Panthers and Carolina Hurricanes playing that four-overtime game last night. They play again tomorrow night. That's something you can watch here at Twin Peaks. That'll be at 7 o'clock tomorrow night. But because they played such a long game last night, both teams decided to skip practice today. Mm. Also, uh, in some uh, other news, too, uh, this is apparently National Pizza Party Day, which I always laugh about the days that uh, come through. But according to one of the interesting, again, these polls, these studies and everything, but apparently 7% of people who eat pizza dip their pizza in mayonnaise. I have never known anybody to ever do that. I don't know why you would do that. And that comes from somebody who actually doesn't mind mayonnaise. Ranch is the most popular one, or marinara sauce, something like that. 
or even that garlic butter stuff that you get sometimes. But mayonnaise, 7%. Don't know anybody that's doing that. And if you do know somebody that's doing that, let us know and also defriend them because that has the behavior of someone who's got a lot of skeletons in their closet. A.B., Antonio Brown, he's in ownership of an arena football team, the Albany Empire. He's now considering playing for the team. And although he hasn't submitted any official paperwork, the league said that they're in support if he chooses to play. And there's a quote here by one of the reps that says, he just wants the team to win and give the community a good show. So if he decides to play, then that will, of course, help the team win. But hasn't gotten that far, and we'll see what happens. I meant to bring this up during the uh, the talk when we were having about the Lakers and Nuggets last night, but Mike Malone uh, goes off on the narrative surrounding the Lakers and Jokic, where he said, quote, the national narrative after game one was that the Lakers were fine. No one talked about Jokic having a historic performance. The narrative wasn't about the Nuggets. And so uh, he's taking it with a chip on his shoulder and really uh, making sure that everybody knows about it. But hey, I, I like the mentality that he's going with where uh, they're up 2-0 right now, so we've got some work to do. But uh, it's kind of the us-against-the-world mentality for the Denver Nuggets right now. Rafael Nadal, who recently withdrew from the French Open because of a hip injury, and uh, he's been out of tennis for a little bit now. He said that he expects 2024 to be his last season before he retires from playing competitive tennis. Also, uh, we know ice cream is some uh, big deal that we always uh, enjoy, especially during the summertime. But apparently an ice cream company in Japan just broke the record for the most expensive ice cream of all time. It's got edible gold leaf, which is also a fan- fancy Parmesan cheese, rare white truffles from Italy, and it simply costs $6,700 per scoop. And apparently that's something that they're proud of. I don't know how many have sold just yet, but apparently they are very proud of it, and they are looking forward to providing it to those who are, quote, extremely rich there in Japan. The uh, dispute over Lisa Marie's trust is getting ugly, and part of that now Priscilla Presley is saying that she had a wish to be buried next to Elvis, and so far that's been denied, and so now they're in some kind of settlement talks, but so far that her request to be buried next to her dad and the family all together, and even Priscilla, the ex-wife, to be buried there, everything is in trust right now, so... You wouldn't see why this would be such a big issue, why, you know, the family has been at Graceland for a long time, and they should be able to live out in eternity there at Graceland. This is random, but you brought it up. What's the name of her that was married to Michael Jackson? Lisa Marie. Okay, Lisa Marie. That's what I thought. I don't know why I kept thinking it was something different, but yes, Lisa Marie. All right. So, and this is Priscilla. Presley. Pris- Priscilla that, is the mom. The mom. Gotcha. Yeah. She's yeah, in so the naked gun movie. She, yeah, she's gotcha. the one that's in litigation over Lisa Marie's trust. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Putting it all together. You know who else was in those uh, naked gun movies, right? O.J. No, oh, I was going to say Leslie Nielsen, but yeah. <laughs> O.J. Simpson. He was also in those movies, too. Uh, also, uh, according to new studies, apparently when you're dieting, you're more likely to cheat on diets, which happens all the time. But in, during those cheating, you're also more likely to pay in cash. Because that way it's harder to justify, and you don't leave a paper trail for those that may be in your family, whether it's your wife or your kids or whoever has uh, access to your credit cards. Apparently, they say that it's easier paying in cash so you don't feel as guilty when you do cheat on your diet. Well, get back to Twin Peaks this weekend. Come by today. Get your weekend started. Happy hour still going on until 7 o'clock. Bourbon and Brews is going to start here at 5 o'clock, so it's going to go on from 5 to 7. Just come by, have a great time here at Twin Peaks. Come by and say hi to Naya. Yeah, we appreciate everybody listening. Great job, Todd. we got Drive Time Sports coming up Twin next. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, it's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. This ad is paid for by the settlement specialist. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is one of the most common cancers in the United States. If you or a loved one was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and were regularly exposed to Roundup weed killer, 